Hi, everyone, and welcome back to yet another cracking edition of The Matt Brown Show. This is the Secrets of Fail series where we are talking to successful CEOs all about their epic business blunders, you know, the stuff they keep uh, <laughs> locked up in the closet at night. Um, and so with us in the hot seat today uh, is the CEO of Engineered Tax Services, Julio Gonzalez. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks. It's a privilege having you here. So uh, let's uh, kick us off with the elevator pitch. Uh, what exactly are you guys up to over there at Engineered Tax Services? Well, for the last 20 years, we've been working with several thousand accounting firms, and we help them help their clients with tax credits, tax incentives, grants, things to help their clients mitigate and minimize taxes, preserve their wealth. And uh, it's been a wonderful partnership over the past uh, 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. 20 plus years. How does it make you feel to uh, be running a business for such a long period of time? Yeah, I, listen, I'm very proud of it. Um, you know, I know that it's hard to succeed and hard to grow and it takes a lot of hard effort and hard work. And, you know, when you make it to the 20 year mark, you know, it's something to be awfully proud of and the people that you've helped along the way and the employees that you help as well. So, yeah, it's something I'm awfully proud of. Sure. Uh, well, congratulations on all your success. I'd love to talk to you more around what's going on there at the business, but uh, we don't have time for that today. Uh, we've got to get into the meat and the potatoes of uh, this series. So let's do that now, uh, Julio. So what is your epic story of fail for our audience around the world today? You know, gosh, it's a long list, but I would say that, you know, that my epic failures have been in how to expand the business and invest in other types of services that I could bring to our community, our Rolodex. And unfortunately, sometimes you think that we're doing one tax service for them and we could do another tax benefit for them and bring that to them and their accounting firms. And, you know, it just doesn't work out that way. You know, you're not necessarily an expert in that. You invest in it. You think that the people that you invest in to uh, bring that service to your clients are, are going to work as hard as you. They're going to be, you know, into it as much as you. They're going to be devoted as much as you. And and sometimes those personalities and cultures don't work out. Mm -hmm. So uh, what um, transpired from there? Like when you think about that whole uh, situation, what actually transpired? Where did you land up in the end? You know that if you're going to invest and go into it. I think you have to, you know, like when you start a company, you don't have all the resources of legal and all those resources when you're acquiring and buying businesses or services. So I think it's good to have legal on hand. I didn't. And uh, I kind of went with my gut and trusted the people. And, you know, I think today, like when I do acquisitions, you know, I do so with legal, with uh, attorneys involved and really set up a prenup so that if it's not working out quickly, that there is a way to exit quickly and uh, that it's uh, good for both sides to uh, have an out. Um, you know, you go into things hoping everything's going to work and a lot of times they do, but sometimes they don't. And if you don't have that out and you're stuck with this person for a long time, mm -hmm. that can just be devastating. And, uh, you know, then it's a long road to to ultimately uh, detangle from all that. As Richard Branson says, you know, always protect the downside. A hundred percent. And I think so many times we just, like I said, go with our gut feeling and, and look forward to it. But, you know, we don't protect the downside. And I think that's one of the 
best sayings out there that he said, and it couldn't be more relevant in my situation. If I would have protected the downside, if I would have, you know, had legal protection, if I would have done the due diligence maybe deeper, maybe I wouldn't have got caught up in those tangles. I certainly learned a lot from it. And, uh, you know, that's how we evolve and from those mistakes, but certainly it could have been helpful to protect the downside. Mm, for sure, for sure. So Julio, when you think about uh, the, you know, acquisitions and you know, this idea of protecting the downside, what have you learned in the process of failing uh, at, you know, maybe acquiring the wrong company, getting the wrong people into the business or what have you? What do you now take forward with you in the engineer tax services business today? You know, I think, and I hear this often, that if you're going to fail at this investment, fail quick, right? And fail fast and don't let it uh, labor on. And so I, th I think that's what I've learned the most is that I think you get a sense for if it's going to work out pretty quickly. Uh, unfortunately, probably in the beginning, I just held on too long and hoped for something to change, knowing that likely it wasn't going to change. And you know, so fail fast, make those quick, quick decisions and move on quickly. Mm. Uh, so Julio, if you could get into the Mac Brown show time machine and now obviously with the luxury of hindsight and you think about all the things, you know, maybe if you think about one acquisition that went south or what have you, whatever the context is, what would you now do differently and why? You know, what I would do differently is I'd be much more slow and more thoughtful in the process. You know, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't jump the gun. I wouldn't move quickly. I would do much more due diligence. I would get to get, know them. And, and what I do today is I have an association of companies we work with. We don't invest in them. They don't invest with us, but we become partners. And over a period of time, we really get to know if that's, you know, a good partnership. And that's kind of a testing ground for us because in that format, we can easily you know, kind of just detangle, move on. Um, but we don't have the acquisition. And now, you know, I have them in that incubator period where we're like, we're partnering, we're working together. But if it doesn't work out, we just move on. But if it does work and it works for quite some time, then we can escalate it to an acquisition. And, you know, having that is, you know, really much more helpful today. Mm. And uh, curious to understand, what's your advice to other CEOs in terms of the importance of, you know, failure or failing in becoming successful in business? You know, I, I think the one thing that stays true to me all the time is I don't dwell on the failure. And I know it comes at a cost of capital and time and emotion, but I really move on. And I don't hold on to it. And I don't sit there with uh, this anger or anxiety or any hard feelings for the other company. I really just try to departmentalize it, move on, learn from it, and just be better from it, but not hang on to those memories and, uh, you know, just really get focused on what's all good in life and uh, just learn from that, but learn in a positive way. And uh, so just really try and detach myself and move on. And uh, don't dwell. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, the thing for me is the feels, right? It's the emotions, like something goes wrong. I mean, I'm sure you've lost millions in, in acquisitions that have gone south or whatever the case is. Um, and But when it happens and you're in it, it sucks. 
right? It really yeah. sucks ass. Like, I mean, and then I find for me personally, like the thing that, that really, I, it's the emotional piece. It's like, I try and compartmentalize it, but I go to bed at night and I, and, and, you know, like even last night, I just woke up at like one in the morning and then bing, and I'm obsessing about something that I'm trying to compartmentalize. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm curious to get your perspective on, you know, how do you personally break through that, those moments, you know, where you, you're feeling like you're in it and it sucks and it's hurting, you lost money, you've lost great people, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and you're trying to compartmentalize, but you're just trying to deal with this, you know, these, these emotional things that you can't, like, I wish I could take a pull and just make all the emotion go away mm -hmm. <laughs> because I'd be, you know, we'd be better business leaders, I think, in many, in many cases. But I'm curious, like, do you have a, a habit or a routine or something that you do to, to break through those emotional periods? Well, and you're right, getting up at one in the morning or not even sleeping and, you know, just having that anxiety and dealing with that. I think that um, I just tell myself that we've been through this before and it's always turned out great. You know, I don't see it today. I don't feel it today. I have all this anxiety, but I know that we're going to get through it and we're going to come out on the other side and everything's going to be great again. And uh, so just don't worry about it because... You know, you've always had these issues. You've had failure. You're going to get through it. And, you know, it's, it's going to be okay. And, and, and I just really know that from that experience of going through it so many times that it's always going to be fine. It's just going through that, that hurricane at the moment. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's kind of like positive self talk. A hundred percent. Okay, great. And uh, quickly, what about books, tools, and resources, uh, Julio, that you recommend uh, to other CEOs? You know, in the in terms of like you know, good tools, resources, and things just to help them build better businesses. Yeah, you know, one of the best tools that I've started with, you know, long ago, I joined Entrepreneurs Organization, mm -hmm. and you know, we have our local chapter, and you meet with twelve other entrepreneur CEOs monthly, they become your board, you become their board. And, you know, every one day a month, you get to share what's going on in your business, what's going on in their business. And you have those people 24 seven on dial to uh, get a help, you know, whatever you're going through, they've been through. Mm. And uh, I thought that was great, because, you know, you don't necessarily have the capital to have a board of directors, but you know, when you join an organization like that and you have 12 close friends that become lifelong friends and you're able to share with them everything that's going on in your life and just have that resource and help and guidance, um, I think that's one of the best investments I made early on. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a mastermind group. I mean, I, I've run a few over the years and even now, like the guys that were in like my, the mastermind group from like a decade ago, they're still friends. You know, and what I find to your point, like what I find really valuable is I think sometimes you feel like you're alone, you know, you feel like you're isolated or maybe you're the only one going through it. Like you can't relate to your children. You yeah. know, you're, you're battling with, you built a business that you don't like. <laughs> yeah. I've been there. Uh, and then, you know, and you meet or you, you failed at an acquisition or you've lost one of your key, like whatever it is, you just feel like, oh shit, I'm alone. And I've, every time I've been in one of these, uh, like EO, for instance, the, in the chapters, mm -hmm. there's always someone that's had a bigger issue than you. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing always. that you're going through that someone in that chapter hasn't gone through already. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just like a mastermind group. It's really a, a brotherhood and you have your own personal board, but you're right. They've gone through so many things that are much worse and, you know, they kind of help you just stay positive and guide you through it and give you suggestions. And uh, it, it's been one of the best investments that I would suggest for anyone. Yeah. Just to end uh, the, this, I, I let, there's a, an idea that I like to share, which is as a CEO, you're oftentimes stuck inside the bottle of your own business and you can't read the label. And these EO, chap, you know, EO, YPO, mastermind groups, et cetera, et cetera, they're really powerful at giving you the perspective that you need to see the label of your own business. And that's how you start to actually make more effective decisions. It's so true. It allows you to really step outside of your business not be in it so much every day, day to day, but step outside of it and just kind of give perspective and give mental uh, thought as to how to do better and work on the business. And it's just, uh, again, such a great investment. Mm -hmm. Well, Julio, thank you so much for being in the hot seat that does conclude your time on the Secrets of Fail series. Thank you so much for lending your perspective and congratulations on all your amazing success. Uh, wishing you and the rest of the team at Engineer Tax Services all the very best for the future. It's really been a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. Anytime, everybody else. We'll see you again soon. Cheers. Cheers.